Welcome to the Always Evolving Podcast. This is a podcast about living an awake, aware, conscious life. It's about recognizing that our lives are a product of the choices that we make, and the ripple effects of those choices impact our families, our communities, and the world. So let's choose wisely. If it helps to evolve us as individuals, then we will likely cover it at some point on this podcast. Because, after all, we are always evolving, and in all ways. I'm your host, Erica Boucher. today with Kelly Milligan. Kelly is somebody that I have been wanting to interview for some time now, and we're going to talk primarily, specifically about cannabis. And I think there are a lot of people that have a lot of questions about cannabis, what it is, what it does, uh, the legalities around it. And so I figure we'll just go ahead and dive in. But to begin with, Kelly, please introduce yourself and what makes you the perfect person for me to be talking to about this topic. <laughs> I'm Kelly Milligan, and I'm a traditional naturopath. I'm a midwife. I'm a detox specialist. But most and foremost, I'm a cannabis specialist, consultant, educator, expert, all of the above. I, long story short, I've had health concerns my whole entire life. I've been, quote, unquote, a sick person most of my life. And I got sick of Western medicine and being in the system, and it was always a fight for me. I had a boyfriend that had really bad PTSD, and he had severe uh, trauma issues. And so he smoked cannabis on a regular basis in the morning, afternoon, night. And I really saw this change in him and then his personality and the difference between like how he was when he was using it and how he was when he wasn't. And when he wasn't, the PTSD was there because he didn't, he didn't have the skills to cope with that. But using the cannabis really helped him on so many levels. And so then I thought, well, I have a lot going on. I need to figure this out myself because I'd had so many surgeries and medications and, I mean, horrible things my whole life. And my body was exploding and I just needed help. So mainly I just started smoking for pain management. And it started working but it started opening up my mind to a lot of things that were already in there. And I was, I was, I felt more able to heal myself basically. So I, throughout my education and years, I've, you know, studied everything and I've studied all sorts of drugs recreationally. I studied cannabis at a scientific level really young. I had a friend whose dad cured his cancer with cannabis when I was a teenager. So, I mean, it was always in my orbit. So I just decided that that was, that was it. That was going to be my thing. It started making me feel good and it started changing me and it just made me realize that, wow, this is, this is, this is it for me. So let me interrupt here and ask a question. So please explain, what is the difference between cannabis and marijuana? There is no difference. It's all in the way that people want to speak and terms that they have given to the word. The word is cannabis. It's called cannabis. We shouldn't be calling it marijuana. Marijuana was a name that was given to it many, many years during slavery days to make it uh, sound like a bad um, racist type. It gave it a racist connotation, basically, is where the word marijuana came from. So, so where, where is it? 
where does THC play a role? So THC is in all of it? THC is one of the compounds in the plant. The plant, um, the reason, so I guess I should start with a little bit of science of how our bodies work and why cannabis works in our body. We have a physiological system given to us by whoever you think your creator is, designed this system in our body called an endocannabinoid system. It's been there since the beginning of time. And what this system in the body does is it keeps you in homeostasis. And so we all have this system uh, that we are created with called an endocannabinoid system. And what it does is it creates homeostasis in the body. Well, it keeps us at homeostasis which is basically away from death. (laughs) It means balance in the body. So in order to be away from death, to be living and thriving and your body be doing what it needs to be doing, it has to be in homeostasis, has to be balanced. Mm -hmm. And that's everything in the body. So this system has receptors in every system in the body, everything from the top of your head to your toes, the brain, the organs, the skin, the neurological system, they all have these like little receptors that need endocannabinoids because that's how the body was created. Well, at the beginning of time and all through the years up until, you know, recent times, cannabis has been, it's been in our orbit. It's been in the food supply. It's been in the system. It doesn't mean that people were necessarily like smoking. I mean, they were, but I mean, it's been in the food supply. So animals ate, ate it in the wild, you know, then we drank their milk or ate their meat. It's in, in vegetation, people used it in teas and that kind of stuff. So our bodies were getting the necessities, the, the cannabinoids that it needed to keep it running. And all of that, you know, went through history up until early 1900s, where cannabis kind of came basically medicine went into the hospitals and then cannabis became more of a medical thing and then it became more of a racist racist connotations and then prohibition and then it just it went out of our system so now here we are in 2018 with a whole society of people whose health is failing and here we have this this naturally occurring plant that is exactly what our bodies are asking for, and we're being denied that. We are 100% correct, yes. Okay, so a few months ago, I fell on my tailbone on a tile floor and, and cracked my tailbone, and it was really painful. And, of course, I'm a yoga teacher, so I, that, that was a big deal for me. I needed to get back up and running again as, as soon as I could. And so I started taking a tincture that I was able to purchase you know, over the counter, you know, in a, in a store, and, and it was a tincture. You know, they were drops that I was taking. What's the difference between what I was taking then, because I know you sell that same product, what's the difference between that and the cannabis that you're talking about? Where is the THC and where is it not in this realm of what we're talking about? Okay, so basically the way that God created uh, the plant, it was created with a full scope of cannabinoids. THC is one of them, and CBD is one of them, CBN, there's a bunch of them. And they all do different things, but they work together in synergy. Okay, this is the way that God created the plant. It's meant to be like all intact. But over time and through prohibition, people started breeding the plant so that they would have less of one compound or the other. 
And CBD is one of the compounds, but it's, it's not psychoactive. And almost all of the compounds in the plant, actually all the compounds, you know, over 100 in the plant are non-psychoactive. There's only one in the plant that is psychoactive, and that's THC. So over time, people wanted stronger plants. They wanted to get more stones. So they started breeding down the CBD, taking it out. Because what the CBD does is it balances it out. When you have CBD with THC, it causes less psychoactivity. It's because it's supposed to be there. So people thought, well, Mm. CBD doesn't get you high, so what's the point? So they bred it out. So we were left with all of these plants now that are high THC. And people only know about THC or up until recently because it's, it's the one that gets you high. So that's all where all the drama is. I want all the listeners to know something. I am 100% pro THC. I think everybody should use cannabis in all ways, period. And I believe that because this is the way that God created this plant for us. And you can't mm. extract chemistry. You can't extract certain things and think that it's going to work better. So this plant in synergy with the CBD, with the CBN, with the high amounts of THC, there is a God-given reason why it's like that. So I'm a huge proponent of THC use, uh, whatever way people want to use it, Um, and CBD, obviously, you know, I mean, but that right now, CBD is legal in most states. So this is a way for people to get it and start using it, and then it opens their minds and it makes people think, oh, wow, okay. Okay, cannabis isn't so bad. What was interesting was when I went to buy it, and I had questions, of course, because I know that people do people use CBD for their pets, and some people use it for their kids, and a variety of different medical conditions, which I, I want to talk about with you in a minute. But he was not allowed to say certain things. Like there were just certain conversations that by law he just like could that. not have. Where did you get it at? It was in a. Um, like a smoke shop that but smoke it shop. had it had a whole array of the, so that's you know, why CBD in the smoke oil. shops they're, they're not you know you're not allowed to say bomb shop you're not allowed to say you know you have to say certain words within the store because of the legalities of them selling products uh, because it, so it was where I bought it okay because it was next door to a health food store and I was like well it's convenient <laughs> it's right here I'm just going to go in and get it so that's why he couldn't really Right. So you have a little more freedom. If you want me to touch on CBD, I'm an expert at that. And we have, um, you know, we're partnered with a CBD company as well. And I, you know, because CBD is what everyone uses, I'd like to give people some information so they can get the best products. Yeah, Um, I would like to talk about that. And and, and some of the things that it's being used to address, because I feel like what's really prominent right now, what a lot of people are dealing with is anxiety and depression and, like you said, PTSD and insomnia and a whole variety of things that I feel like CBD could help, as well as pain management. Yeah, you're completely right. And CBD is, it's available. You know, you can get it where it's, you know, THC is a whole different aspect. So So the CBD will address all those issues that I mentioned. Well, I mean, it does. The thing is, is like I just said about using the whole plant in synergy. So you can't take pieces of the plant out and think that it's going to do 100% of what it would do with its Uh, compounds. Gotcha. But I mean, we, so I'll give you a little history on my CBD. So I've been using cannabis for healing. I have, like I said, I had serious health conditions. I used 
cannabis or still use oil and smoke. like I use it all. But I never used CBD because I knew through just through my history and my education and everything that most CBD at this point in life is uh, it's industrial waste or industrial hemp. So it's hemp that's grown in these big fields. It's huge stocks of hemp that they hemp that they make textiles and whatever else with. So then these CBD companies, you make yourself a CBD company. You they go out and they buy it in mass. And then they process it into oils and balms and all that other stuff. So by the time you get it and you're taking it, you, you're getting like 20% CBD and the rest, whatever else, you know. Ah, uh, gotcha. Most okay. Of these companies use uh, they use a the whole plant, so they're using the roots and the stems. And this is really, really important because. Cannabis, one of the things that it does is it's a major detoxifier and within the body and outside the body. So the plant itself, the roots, suck in all of the like toxins and fertilize. Like it's like this, you know, a protective barrier basically from the plant. Well, people are using the roots and the stems of the CBD of the hemp plant to make CBD oil with. So these are things that I knew, but most many, most other people didn't know. So I wouldn't take CBD. So I went like years healing myself with THC, the, you know, the flower without real CBD. And then somebody introduced me to a person that was about to start go public with a CBD company, and he brought me some samples, and I was completely blown away. It was the lab reports, everything was what I was looking for. Um, so we ended up partnering together, and his company, the company I'm partnered with, is called Kono Naturals. And our, we've worked really diligently with our farmers, and I've worked with them, and we've created this really strong medical therapeutic-grade CBD that's 98% that doesn't have any filler or junk in it, and we have, like, a farm where they grow it. And so it's done the right way. So there's a handful of companies like us out there, but most are not. And so those are the big okay. differences. So you're going to get from any CBD that's in the like 50% up range, like you're going to get a feeling from it, you know, because it's new if you're not a regular cannabis user, especially like it's new to the system. So if you have, you know, neurological problems, you've got anxiety, you've got minor pain, you've got that kind of stuff. You go into one of these stores and you buy something and it's low grade. It's good. I mean, you're going to feel something at first because it's new to the system. But it's not enough for healing. There's a big difference. You know what I mean? Like you can gotcha. yes. You can use cannabis as a band aid all you want, or you can use it to heal at the cellular level. So those are. The, I mean, you can use it in any array, but it all it's all about this the okay. strength and the processing. So. Okay. So my understanding is that on one end of the spectrum you have the THC, where the um, CBD has been kind of. Uh, reduced out of it. So you've got this strong psychoactive com- component. And then you, on the other end of the spectrum, you have the CBD where the THC has been extracted out. But you're, you're saying somewhere in the middle is, that, is the whole healthy, balanced plant <laughs> right. that has everything so, that our bodies need. So somewhere in the middle, I mean, there, we're breeding mid-range plants again. So we're bringing back into the cannabis culture plants that have half CBD and half THC. So using the CBD on its own and using the, you know, the THC 
using the two in combination are the best way to get the results, the healing, because that's the way. But right now, you know, you have to use a THC separately and you have to use a CBD separately because we don't have a lot of plants that have 50-50. Right, although that's coming back. More. It is, it is. Yeah, just, there's growers out there in Colorado and California and stuff that are growing that stuff. A few years ago, I was in Amsterdam, and I went to a museum, and it was called the Hemp Marijuana and Hash Museum. It was quite mm-hmm. fascinating, actually, because mm-hmm. there were prescription bottles from, like, mm-hmm. early 1900s, like, and even prescriptions from, like, 1912, part of what we were being offered and offering to address some of the things that were going on. So you're saying it was sometime shortly after that and in, like, what, maybe the 1920s? Yeah, when do you think I that mean, started? Yes. We've had cannabis as a prescription. It's like I said, it's been in our orbit for quite some time. Uh, Prohibition started happening in the 20s. Um, You know, it all kind of happened at the same time that, you know, midwives stopped delivering babies and healthcare was pushed into the hospital and there was a lot of more everything became like industrialized surgical basically. stuff happening and then blaming everything mm-hmm. on the midwives and you know just that whole area of time everything kind of yeah. right industrialization happened and so now fast forwarding to today and the whole legalization movement that's going on and i think there's even some confusion around that because Technically, it's legal and for certain members or aspects of the population, but not legal for others. And even if it's legal, you're not allowed to uh, purchase it or carry it. Or I, there, it, There's a lot of confusion, and that's why I wanted to talk to you. I figured I would go right to the source. Where are we with regards to the legalization of cannabis? Okay, so let me just give a brief background of legalization. So here in Florida, well, every every state is different. So... We've been, I think that there's, I think they said 48 states at this point that have some sort of uh, legalization in place, but it's not legalization. There's medical programs. In each state, the state has decided that what they think should give somebody the ability to use cannabis or not. There's seven states, I think right now, that are fully 100% adult legal which means if you are 21 and over, you can go into a store. You can, you can, it's just like having, you know, chamomile or whatever you want. Basically, you can grow it. You can cook with it. You can use it. You can sell it. You can start a co-op. You can do all that good stuff. And then there's the other states that have progressive programs, such as uh, California was one, but they've turned illegal. Um, but uh, Vermont, Connecticut, there's very progressive programs where – pretty much anybody that goes to the doctor and tells the doctor that they have a problem in life, which everyone does, then they get the ability to go and purchase it or grow it or however they want to use it. In those states. In those those states states. where it's considered Then you have Florida, which is the most restrictive program in in the nation at this moment. Um, it is very politically charged and financially based here in Florida, and the way that they've done it has really it's it closed it off to everybody people like me can't cannot enter the business they've only allowed six people to be growers and distributors and the products that they're growing and distributing are not uh they're not good people are getting sick because florida decided that 
there doesn't have to be any laws or rules that govern uh, pesticides or anything like that. Where in most states, you have to be 100% organic. In Oregon, everything has to be organic. I mean, you're talking essential oils for, for fertilizer. Uh, down to the other end where here they don't really care. Pesticides, whatever you want to use, it doesn't matter because you don't have to test for it. Where in all the other states you have to test for everything. Um, so there's some big, big differences. So here in the state of Florida, you have to have one of the 10 basic problems and you have to go to one of the assigned doctors and then you have to get a quote unquote medical card, which in the end costs, you're looking at maybe five to $700. And then uh, you wait a few months and then you get the ability to go and buy the couple, two or three products that they allow. The state of Florida does not allow uh, what we call flour. So there's no way to buy flour to smoke, roll joints, smoke in pipes, uh, make your own medicine with. Uh, so that's kind of where we are. Then at a national level, um, We've got a bill in place right now that we're waiting that hopefully Trump is going to sign off on that is going to basically give the states the right to govern how they want, and it will make it legal at the federal level, which will mean that you can use banking and um, you're not going to get arrested, and the states are, it's going to be up to the states, which means that probably every state except for Florida will immediately go. Uh, full recreationally illegal. That's where we are right we now. We just have so to switch sense. out. We just have to switch out. Yeah, who's who's in power here in the state of Florida? Yeah. So, right. If we get this bill signed in 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 the next you know week or so, and it becomes federally illegal, the state of Florida, there's going to be so much pressure on the state of Florida because people will be coming out of the dark, like right and left. People are not going to care. Because there's not going to be, one, there won't be anything in place, and two, the, the law, we're going to have to force the state to adapt to us. So, you know, there's just a lot of things happening. There's global, you know, global legalization happening. There's different countries are opening up. It's just really incredible what's happening on a, on a global scale. Out there, outside of Florida, mm-hmm. people just... They don't understand, you know, they're just worried about how can I, you know, not get arrested for being 80 years old and smoking a joint, you know, where like (laughs) outside of our bubble, it's just what's happening with cannabis is amazing. People are healing cancer and lifetimes of diseases. I mean, I did, am, am, (laughs) but I mean, it's really incredible. So it's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. So what can we do? What can we do individually to support this movement? Educate yourself and, you know, open your mind is the thing. Relax and let go of all the reefer madness and all of the indoctrination that you've had in the past and realize that God gave us this plant, you know, along with vegetables, along with fruit. God gave us this plant along with fruit in order to heal ourselves and to heal each other with. We operate on a higher level of consciousness when we're using cannabis. I mean, some people want to call it being stoned, but, I mean, that's silly. That's just, that's just, that's more reefer madness. Yeah, I don't know how you make a plant illegal. Like, that's never made any sense to me. And so I, I agree. It's about education and spreading awareness and opening people's minds because of kind of the stories that have been written around it about just people and and there are people that do that they just they're just getting stoned for the sake of getting stoned 
But that's yeah, not, but here let me you know, touch on that real fast. All use is medical use, plain and simple. Because I yeah, I like to get stoned at the end of the day. I'm not gonna lie, I have a crazy busy life and you know, I use a lot of cannabis and I don't really get stoned anymore because I have such a high tolerance and I use it as like food. It's like lettuce for me, you know. Um, <laughs> but I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol and I don't think people should. I think it's poison. So I think that people should want to get stoned at the end of the day instead of wanting to have a couple glasses of wine. All it does is mm. it just opens you. And so what if, a, and if you've got a 16-year-old that's hiding in his mom's basement smoking pot you know, playing video games, there's a reason. And he's going to use the cannabis. It's going to open his mind. And, you know, it's there's a reason for it. And so we just need to drop, like, the, you know, preconceived notions of stoners and what it means and all of it. Yeah. Well, I think anything and everything in balance is healthy. And I think anything can be taken, you know, to, to an extreme. Yeah. But... But I agree with you. I agree with you. There's, there's a lot of positive and healthy benefits that can come from this, and it would be nice to just get government out of it if they don't really need to be yeah. involved in a plant. And, and that's a medicinal plant. It was always a medicinal plant. It's an herb, like, any, like you said, like chamomile or any of the other herbs that we use for healing. And, yeah, it's, that's a fast, it's a fascinating conversation. I've been wanting to have this one with you for a long time because I've had a lot of questions, and I know a lot, other people have had a lot of questions, so you've definitely helped to clarify all of that for me. <laughs> On a personal level, I just, I'm really thankful for cannabis for giving me the ability to heal myself and uh, heal my community and teach others to heal their community. You know, it's, it saved my life. And I was in a really bad place with my own health, and cannabis is what really got me to to where I needed to be to to be able to heal myself. I mean, I don't think that cannabis cures cancer. I see. I mean, I work with people with cancer. I'm seeing people heal themselves, and you know, stage four cancer. But it's only a it's a tool. It's a, the biggest tool because it does shrink tumors and it does do all of those physiological things. But you can only do so much unless you're getting rid, unless you're detoxing, unless you're eating the right diet, unless you're doing all the right. other things. So for a little while, I mean, I've been a vegan and vegetarian since birth. You know, so for me, cannabis put uh, a lot of my stuff into remission so that I was able to just move forward in life. But it did all explode. And so now here I am seven months into um, a really hardcore protocol because I wasn't well. But I believe that, you know, the cannabis, if it wasn't for the cannabis, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably have stage four cancer at this point. I mean, I knew, I know I would. So wow. it works for me. Because now you have, you have had Lyme's disease, right? Is that one of the conditions that the <laughs> cannabis has um, helped I, you with? So when I was 10, I got Lyme disease, Bartonella, and started my cycle kind of all at the same time. And I just struggled my whole life, basically. I mean, for whatever reason, I got stuck into the system and medical on top of medical and more drugs and long-term antibiotics. And at the end, they were pushing chemo. So because it just overtook my body, endometriosis, I lost my reproductive system. I mean, MS, arthritis, mm. neuro, wow. like I had everything. 
And you then, would never know that now to look at you with your yoga practice and, and everything. Yeah. Well, my husband and I have a nonprofit, and we do medical disaster relief. So we had come back from the Syrian refugee crisis, and I exploded. I exploded. Every symptom came out at once. MS, you know, swollen glands, lymphoma, you name it. It was just like I was exploding. And I knew that I needed to, but I had also been off cannabis at that point for like five months because I was out of the country. So I exploded and that really kind of brought me to where I am now. And that brought me to really, I do, I use the Gerson protocol, which is uh, coffee enemas and juicing around the clock. Basically I have a raw diet. I'm mainly a fruitarian and I detox like crazy. So a balanced approach to wellness it, for you is really, really clean diet, uh, cannabis, you know, the full plant, and what else? Well, the thing is, is for me is different because, I mean, I stopped using Western medicine years ago. But if I had gone to the doctor and gotten all the tests done, when this blow-up happened, it would have probably said lymphoma, which is a form of cancer. So I, that's where I was. I don't want to see people get to that point. So as a practitioner and a, a, you know, somebody that works with people healing themselves, I really want people to use a very hardcore clean lifestyle when they're healing themselves. When you're healing yourself, you know, being, you know, vegan and being raw and doing the detoxing and all that, the yoga, all of it is, it, it's what, it's what heals you. But to get, not get to that point, then I, yes, a very balanced lifestyle, very clean plant-based, cannabis, no alcohol really, if you can help it, that kind of thing. Uh, yoga, yoga, yoga. Mm. I mean, whatever way that you can find, whatever yoga works for you. Well, this has been enlightening. Thank you. You've answered a lot of the questions that I've had. And your name pops up in the community all the time as the resource, the one <laughs> who knows when it comes to this stuff. So I figured oh, I would go you. right to the source. <laughs> And I look forward to meeting you in person soon. I know that's going to oh, happen. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me on and getting my voice out there. I'm, I felt really good about that. Absolutely, absolutely. So how can people find out more about you and your offerings and what it is that you do? Well, Instagram, first and foremost, Aunt Kelly's Farm is the name of my brand. So that will be the name of our cannabis brand. That's just the name of our whole brand, Aunt Kelly's Farm. Or you can find me on my website, which is www.antkellysfarm.com. Thank you so much, Kelly. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Always Evolving. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think might appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know by giving me a five-star rating and help our ranking so we can reach more people who might be inspired by our message. Until next time, remember, our lives are a product of the choices that we make. Choose wisely. <laughs>